While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather, one of the owners of Beauty Lab and co-host of this podcast. I'm joined by Dre, the other owner, the other co-host, and together we are Drether. And together we can do anything. <laughs> anything. Anything. <sighs> anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. <laughs> that is very true. No, now that I sing that, I feel like an a-hole. <laughs> but we're better together. We're better together. Yes. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, together we are Drether, and we're better together. Is that too many togethers? Might be, but, you know, lots of others. I thought we're... I'm Heather, and we're better together with Drether. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. New name for the podcast. It's no longer Live Love Lab. It's Live Laugh Love, and we're better together, together with Heather and Drether. Drether, Dre is the better part of Drether and of Heather, but... You can't have one without the other. Because together we are Drether. We're like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. Well, here we are again. Here we are again. Just just back in the studio. Today is a special day. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, I was about to say, Saturday is a special day. It's the day we get ready for Sat- Dre Day. Dre Day. Today is... October third. No, it's October fifth. I was but we're not doing a Mean Girls reference. Okay, next shit. Week, but it's Do we have fine. to reverse this then? It's fine. Beep, <laughs> beep, beep. Well, today is we're, we're lining things up in the queue. It's fine. Okay, tell the people why why this was your my special birthday gift to you. Well, <laughs> because you asked me what I wanted to do. The very most special thing I wanted to do on my special day to celebrate my forty first. Uh, revolution around the sun. Yeah, 365 times 41. Yes, 41. 365 days times 41 years. Yes. Yeah, so it's been a lot of days. I don't, oh, wait, I don't I know made the math that, on that. I did that wrong, yeah. I don't know the math on that, but um, I just wanted a podcast with you because it's like my favorite thing. Well, it's my favorite thing, so obviously. I mean, why what, wouldn't it be? This is how we're celebrating. <laughs> Happy birthday, Thank you. Dre. Thank you so much. Dre, let this be my gift to you, a soliloquy on the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I have an awesome gift. I'm great at birthdays, guys. I'm great at birthdays, anniversaries, special really remembering is. things. She I, really is. I really love to just dive deep into those type of celebrations, if you will. Well, here's the thing. This is what I appreciate. So, Well, I appreciate so many things about you, but you understand, like you love to make a big deal about people's birthdays, as do I, but when it comes to our own birthdays... Not so much. Yeah. It's a right? little bit of a weird charged no win situation. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I don't know. And after so many, it just, it's, it is what it is. I appreciate all of the love and like, it's so nice, but like, you know, everybody's like, what are you doing for your birthday? I'm like, I mean, I just want to go to work and then podcast. It sounds great. <laughs> you can't do that. You should have planned a celebration starting the sunrise, a sunrise hike followed by a, you know, a brunch with, I mean, that's just not how I that's too much celebration of myself totally. personally. Yes. And I love being like, oh, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Smoke <laughs> up, Johnny. Here's a pack of cigarettes. That's how I celebrated Dre. <laughs> because we have to celebrate our kids so big. I know. And then know. we have to celebrate our family birthdays so big, our parents, or our siblings, you mm-hmm. know, like. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to us, like as moms, 
we don't want to be in charge of that. Like we want to pass. Completely. Yeah. But then we have kids that are like, it's your birthday, mom. When are you doing nothing crying in my bed? Why? (laughs) (laughs) But mom, you can't. You should have friends. You should have a party. But I don't. And I haven't. So what should I do? (laughs) Exactly. But I appreciate that you were like totally down for me just like let's just do a podcast so thank you for humoring me i am so thrilled to podcast with you on your very very special day (laughs) the day that you came into being on this earth (laughs) let's celebrate it every year (laughs) we should that's a great idea oh my goodness let's watch how time marches forward and look back on all we've lost (laughs) actually i feel like 40 i mean it was a big year and a lot of shit went down but like all in all, it was a good year. Like I'm, I'm grateful to have it under my belt and be done with. And I yeah. have high hopes for just, I just would like a coast year. Okay. You know, can I just like chill, just coast, well, nothing big. I think it's important um, to have markers like that and like kind of manifest like, what do, what do you want for this next year? Is that going to be your word of the year? Yeah. You know how I always do words of uh-huh. the year with my kids on New Year's? Like word of the year for Dre for your 41st year coast coast yeah. how about coast to coast we go a coast to coast trip we go on a coastal journey yes remember the um what do they call the psychic she yes. said blue waters, blue waters and travel yep. was in our future mm-hmm. so, I, I could be down for a coast like i'll do a vision coast board to coast with, based on coast, coast along i would love to coast along from coast to coast that and coast right. could stand for cute open available <laughs> silly trysts <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's a good word, coast. Yeah. I'd just like to coast for a minute. I'm going to put that up in our office. Okay. Let's well, do I'm going to have someone. I'm going to call someone who's going to put that up in our office. <laughs> let's be clear. Yes. Maybe. And then I guess I'd have to go to the office. But well, I, fun- I love our office. I, I know. Do. Funnily enough. Is that a word? Funnily? No, it is oh. not. Funny enough. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Funny enough. Um, one of my favorite decor items in our office is your coaster. Your your thumbs up text coaster. But we have an awesome coaster. One's Cool Rider and one's the text exchange or a mock-up of the text exchange. It's so funny. Between me and Lisa, the thumbs up text exchange Mm -hmm. where I sent a thumbs up, a seemingly innocuous emoji, (laughs) however charged it might have been. It's the emoji that uh, was seen around the world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it rang through for generations and became the zeitgeist. Of our, but like legit now, I feel nervous to thumbs up anything because I don't want people to think that I'm like giving the thumbs up as like an fu. You know, I think the thumbs up when used in the text, like the double heart tap or an exclamation point, thumbs up. There's some latitude. That's okay. Okay, that's good to know. I still, when I get a singular thumbs up, it feels like all right, totally. Fuck you. Fuck you. Goodbye. (laughs) You goodbye. (laughs) I should get my sound bites ready, huh? You never, never know. You never know. We may need them. We may. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, since last week we had a pretty um, deep and heavy and like just, I mean, it was just a lot of discussion about religion, loss, all the things. Um, Let's move over to something Less heavy, but still heavy. <laughs> well, I'm like, and this would be a side a side segue, because this is the heaviest topic we could even approach. I know, because it goes against it's it doesn't go well. It does go against our core teachings, yes, and societal teachings, and it is a charged, polarized topic that I think doesn't get tongues wagging, but gets just people riled up. Yeah, I agree. So, can I read the quote that you sent me? No. What? 
Oh you want to slow build up. Your timing is so poor. I don't. Okay. All right. Do I, the fluff. Do happy the birthday, my ass. This <laughs> podcast is over. <laughs> no, first we have to ask the question. Okay. And what we've been talking about. So we always, when we decide to podcast, uh, when we when Dre decides that it's time for our weekly podcast, <laughs> let me rephrase that. She uh, will say, "What do you want a podcast about?" And I'll be like, "Well, I don't think it matters. What do you want a podcast about?" <laughs> and we're like, basically, we like to think, "What's up in on our minds?" Yeah, like, like what have we been talking about, and what yeah. have we been thinking about? What are we processing in therapy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What what introspect has been burdening us, and that we is we are just kind of talking about all the time because we yeah. like to we like to wrestle these subjects we and do. like kind of get into it we do and the subject that dre was pretty incensed about yesterday over our greek souvlaki yes. do you remember uh-huh you were you were angry yeah and you were angry and tell me tell the readers you're angry about adjectives that are used to describe men and women yes and and like so we have, you know, masculine descriptors and we have feminine descriptors and we kind of all know what they are. It's just implied. Do we, like give us, I mean, I, I'm thinking right now there might be a listener, listener number four <laughs> might not know what a masculine descriptor would be. Give me an example. Okay. So, um, I mean, just basic strong. Okay. Okay. Um, what, would, would delicate be a masculine or feminine descriptor? Feminine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would uh, vulnerable feminine okay would valiant masculine okay um and really you can know because it's like when you immediately think of that word do you think of a man or a woman when you describe when you say delicate i think of like a rose leonardo dicaprio's facial features oh no wrong (laughs) wrong answer wrong answer i think of butterfly wings i think of a of a little girl i think of a woman Okay. You know? And when you hear Valiant, I think of the cartoon from the 1960s, Prince Valiant. Okay. See, and I think of um, like the stripling warriors. Oh. From the Book of Mormon. Absolutely. They were valiant. They were valiant. And unlike us, (laughs) which we're aware of, don't, no need to troll our DMs. (laughs) We know the definition of valiant. And as women, we've eschewed that masculine descriptor. (laughs) And, you know, there are some things that are like in between, obviously, but like, I, I just have noticed, you know, and on the other end of things, like, you know, when you say that a guy is being a sissy. Okay. What is a sissy? It's a woman. It's a woman. It's a girl. You know? When you say he opens his mouth and his purse falls out, right. that's like a negative thing to say. Right. Because who carries purses? Yeah, women. Women. And why? Because they're weak. Mm-hmm. But they're carrying something. So it's a paradox. Yeah, I know. It's so ridiculous. But it is it is ingrained in our society that uh, masculine, we attribute strong things to be masculine. We tr- attribute weak things to be feminine. Mm-hmm. And we use that because that's the construct of our language. That's the construct of our society. But it is also quite menacing when you consider that there are masculine and feminine people, namely boys and girls, because we are still stuck in that binary code. Yes. Although we know there's a spectrum and we all fall within it and it's a sliding scale and we all have all qualities and we're all a part of the family of things to quote from episode four (laughs) or three when did I say that actually Uh, it was a deleted scene from Real Housewives when I said I am a part of the family of of man oh of things didn't you say well first of all there you go right there family of man yeah no do you know what I was thinking of is in our last podcast episode you said that we were all part of the family of man 
Oh. So that's what I was thinking of. No but, wonder that came out in the episode when I said I am part of the family of things. Yes. Because I was trying to probably be using less masculine and feminine descriptors. I love it. Yes. Yes. But how telling that, you know, it's history, it's humankind, you yeah. know, it's like we, we do live in a world that's steeped in misogyny we're all a part of it like and we like to categorize we like to say boy or girl Mm -hmm. it's the first category that we are put into the second we are born well the second we are have any sort of genitalia whatsoever like Mm -hmm. we have people going to fetal photos when the fetus is 12 weeks old why because we're uncomfortable not knowing yeah completely completely that's the first thing you ask any pregnant woman Mm -hmm. what is it yeah it's a baby, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. But this is what's shocking is that's not, it feels like, well, what else are we supposed to do? I grew up in the generation where boys were boys and girls were girls and it was much simpler. Was it simpler? Because let me give you a few examples of non-gender specific characters throughout time. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to throw the character out at you and I want you to tell me man or woman. Okay. Cat in the hat. Man. Okay. Thing one, thing two. Ooh, I would assume men, I guess. Okay. But like, there, yeah, there really isn't a gender. Um, the Lorax. Oh, that's genderless. Is it? I thought the Lorax was a man. He looks like he has a mustache to me. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. He the the yellow orangey guy. I, yeah, yeah, yeah it is a guy. Know. It's a yeah, it's a man. The Lorax, because that's. I um, was thinking of the tree. Isn't the Lorax from the tree? Yeah, but the Lorax is the little like he's person. The, he's the yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Chewbacca. Man. Um, R2D2. Man. C3PO. Man. C3PO's a man. Yeah, I would think so. He's such a sissy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's so neurotic. He is neurotic. I love him. He's so neurotic. Isn't, neur- isn't neuroses feminine? Yeah. What do we call a neurotic man? Um, a bitch. Yeah, a little. Yeah, someone being a little bitch, probably whiny, whiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me think. Can you think of any genderless characters? I mean, I initially thought Big Bird, but Big, Big Bird's a, a man. A, a man. Yeah. Okay, Gonzo. I would say boy, boy. Mm-hmm. Gonzo carries a Gucci bag. Love that for him. But does that change Gonzo's gender? How many men do you know that carry Gucci bags? As purses, a Gucci purse. I'm I mean, say, I just said bag because I obviously think Gonzo is. Yeah, I've associated Gonzo as a man. I don't think of him as Gonzarella. Yes, as Muppet Babies has delicately pointed out to us, he could be. Yes, but I think of Gonzo as a man. So when he carries a Gucci purse, I think, oh, he's got a Gucci book bag or a briefcase. That's right. a Gucci briefcase. Right. It's a purse. And I mean, honestly, if there is um, a male carrying a Gucci purse, I would assume that he's gay. And the truth is gender and sexuality are not, you know, uh, symbiotic, right? Is that the word that I'm looking for? Yeah, they're not symbiotic. They don't go hand in hand. They aren't, they, they aren't one in the same at all. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. And I think this is what bugs me is like, why can we not have men who embrace their femininity guess what there's no such thing like we're it's all just we're all just humans right and but if we're going to categorize it into masculine and feminine there are a lot of men out there who have traits that are more that you know we would categorize as being feminine and there are women who have traits that are categorized as masculine and 
we always assume that they're either gay men or lesbian women. Yep. 100%. And it's funny because like I've grown up hearing often that I have a lot of masculine traits and you know like I and I've also been asked like I've been you know people have asked me if I'm a lesbian who's asked you oh I'm not gonna say on on air who because that would be humiliating (laughs) um but and I if I was I would say it you know but like oh I'm actually just I'm a straight woman that has some masculine traits and what are what those are, masculine yeah, traits? Yeah, that's that's my next question is what are the traits that you think you have that are masculine? Um they're not even things that I necessarily think about myself, but um headstrong. Okay. Um level headed also. Okay. Um, good at math. Good at math, yep. Um like business oriented, mm-hmm. um logical. Mm-hmm. Those are even, things even keeled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not swayed by purses and pretty things and shiny <laughs> objects. <laughs> No, truly. Yeah. Here's a question. Is a magpie a man or a woman? Oh, a lady. A lady magpie. Uh Uh-huh. It sounds like a girl named me. Because the magpie, well, you know, I just automatically thought this is is how steeped we are in these uh, binary descriptors. When you said magpie and you said lady, I thought, oh, that's right, because they caw, 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 and they're attracted to shiny objects just like jewelry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, hello. Like... How about is a parakeet a man or masculine or feminine to you? Oh, that's hard because we've had, my family grew up with so many parakeets and we had girls and boys. So you heard it here first, guys. The reason she's so messed up, her family had (laughs) birds as pets. Okay. You can't be normal and have a bird as a pet. Hey, do you know what? We had so many in Sweet Lorraine would put the, the cage out. This happened three times. Would put the cage out on the deck for fresh air. We lived in Virginia. It would get stormy in the afternoon. She would forget three times. And the it, wind blew the cages over and they flew free. <laughs> maybe that was the universe setting those non-binary yeah, I parakeets think, I free. think there was something in my mom that wanted them to be free. How, why, how would you do that three times? Right. And have it happen three times. Also, what was the fate of those poor parakeets I in mean, the Chesapeake? For sure. <laughs> I know, for sure they did I'm not. like, and then we found their little bodies. They were thrown right into a tree stump and landed at the foot of the tree of the great oaks oh. of Virginia. George and Barbara were uh, one of the couples that we had. That's adorable. <laughs> Shout out to the bushes. So you had a male parakeet and a feminine yeah, parakeet. Uh-huh. So that's right. Well, I never had a parakeet. And I think of all birds as boys okay that's interesting because i hate them i'm just kidding i love birds well i would love a pet bird here's an interesting thing about pets because like we we do you know usually know the gender of our pets right i mean do you with your well we find out because it's really hard to tell though once they're once they're fixed right right and i mean does it actually really matter not really like if they are spayed and neutered or whatever I guess there can be different temperaments um but okay so my son Roman he has a turtle okay a tortoise I'm sorry a a tortoise and he wanted to name all the turtles I think live in the water and the tortoises live on like in the desert well isn't that something important you should know if you have a pet <laughs> I do one? have a tortoise. Yeah. Does he, the, he does not live in the water. Does not live in the water. Does no. he have a swimming plunge pool? He has, pool to, he in has his to take cage? a little bath like every two days. Okay. Like a soap, a sponge bath? No, or? it's in, like, in, a, in the sink. 
So you don't have no water in his cage. No, he has like a little drinking bowl. Yeah, okay, but he, but doesn't, he doesn't like submerge. soak in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he does have to have a little soak. You guys, I was days. today years old when I learned that and I am going to use it. When I like go into <laughs> someone's house and they, oh, love your pet tortoise. It's a turtle. No, it's not. You little bitch. Is it living in an aquarium? I don't think so. Did it swim over to greet me? Nope. You've got yourself a tortoise. And I'm smarter than your mom and your dad. Or your two moms or your two dads. <laughs> well, listen, so he has this tortoise. And he named him. It's a boy. We did find out from the so place tortoises a, have gender. Yes, but aren't they egg laying? I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. But like, so reptiles. the females can lay eggs, and the um, the males fertilize them. But with their um, sperm, I guess so. I don't know how tortoise that works sperm. to be honest. But well, you have to manually stimulate the tortoise, <laughs> and it's a very small, painful process, but worth it in the end. When <laughs> you see the joy on that. the on the mother and father tortoise face. <laughs> So our tortoise is named Shelly because of the shell, the tortoise shell. And I immediately thought of the character from In-Laws. Serpentine, Shelly, serpentine. <laughs> Sheldon. like Yes, yes. Okay. But everybody thinks that because Shelly has the name Shelly, that Shelly is a girl. Oh, like Shelly Long. Yeah. From or Cheers. She, or Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. Right. So we've got... Olive, she was olive oil and Popeye. I know. I love her. But like even with names and, and he's a kid and obviously did not know that Shelly is a girl name, you know, but he is named, it? Sheldon is a boy name and Sh- Sheldon's a boy name and you, Sheldon's go by Shelly and Shelly is a girl name and it's just Shelly. Yeah. Or Sheldonita. <laughs> Sheldonita. So, but it bugs the crap out of Roman when people say like, oh, where's Shelly? Oh, go get her. He's like, it's a boy. Okay. It's, yeah. in, it's important to him. It's important to him. And I don't know why. You know, it's just, I don't know if it's because he's a boy. And so he, I, I don't know. But. That's fascinating. Yeah. And interesting that like everybody assumes that he's a girl because of his name. Right. Right. So like, and there are, you know, some gender neutral names, right? But like, I think of the name Ashley. Okay. And that used to be a boy's name. Right. Gone with the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And now can you like... Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. <laughs> but I don't know if somebody would name a boy Ashley now. No. Right? I think I think it's done. Asher Lev is like Asher is mm-hmm. like a Hebrew name, yeah. you know, and yeah. maybe you could find a boy named Asher, which is a cool name. And I wish Ashley would go by Asher. I love Asher too. I love Asher. Mm-hmm. That's her um, IG profile. Thank heaven she tried to change it, but luckily I put an entire staff of Beauty Lab on that quick when she tried to change it and forced her to change it back. <laughs> Everybody go sh- publicly shame her. Publicly shame her. Make her put it back to Asher. Um, okay. This is interesting to me. If you had named your turtle... Tortoise. Uh, oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> if you had named your tortoise... I'm going to use that. I'm going to flex that flex Do so it. hard. I Unfortunately, not a lot of my friends have pet tortoises <laughs> slash turtles. I might go to PetSmart just to flex. <laughs> just to be like, okay, I've seen all of your turtles. Do you have any tortoises? <laughs> and is the plural like tortai? Like wh- I, the, what is it? Where are the tortue? Where's the pod of tortoises? <laughs> is there a family of tortoises? Um, let's say... Uh, Roman had named Shelly Greeny. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your friend said, 
oh, go get greenie. Let's go get greenie. They'd mm-hmm. probably come by name. And then what would be the very next question they would ask about greenie? Is it a boy? Is it a boy or a girl? Yeah. I would think that they would assume it's a boy. If it's named greenie? Yeah. B- green is a boy's color? Yeah. Okay. Purple. Boy or girl color? Girl. Purple's a girl color. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's actually the color of royalty and prince is. is pissed. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> um, navy blue. I mean, what boy? Okay. Like, I'm just, I want, I want your gut reactions. Yeah. Neon yellow. Oh, neon yellow. Neon yellow. That's pretty genderless, actually. It is because construction workers wear the vests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Kim K had the nails. And Kim K has the nails. <laughs> there you go. Snap it a snap. Um, mustard yellow. Boy. Orange. Genderless. Okay. Blue. Boy. Pink. <laughs> girl. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, I've talked about it before on the podcast. Christian, my nine-year-old, his favorite color is pink. He loves Beauty Lab Pink. It is his absolute favorite color. He has a pink wall in his room. He wears a pink beanie every day to school. And we have shopped many times in the girls section of Target and have bought him pink things there because they do not make pink things for boys. Right. And what is a mom to do who has a son who loves pink? It's his favorite color. And he and he is very committed to his look. He is What's one a of mom to children. do? She's to find a conversion therapist immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but one time we were in the girl section. He wanted this um, like furry pink coat. And there was a little girl that was about his same age that was also shopping for the same coat. And I kind of took a step back because I wanted to see what he was going to do. Like seeing a girl wanting the same coat as him. If he would process that in a different way. And he looked at her, then looked at me and he said, it's okay, mom, I still want it. So he even knew that me stepping back to observe that there, that I was like, that there was something, you know what I mean? That there was, yeah, he knew that that meant something that was loaded. Yeah. And it's just so funny. And I love that he loves pink. I think he rocks it and looks great. And, and it's just fun. Like he's into it. But do you feel like a boy liking a a child that's identifying as a boy mm-hmm. liking pink is an indication of anything other than just his favorite color? Absolutely not. But and do you I, think and the it world pisses me off that people think that, right? You know, like that it has something to do with his gender identity or his sexuality has nothing to do with any of those things. Those are things that he, like he's completely in charge of, right? You know, he could say, you know, black is my favorite color. He could say purple. He could say anything. And it's still going to be his favorite color. And it's just a color. And no one would blink. But the second he says it's pink, Mm -hmm. even purple, it might raise some eyebrows. But it's not going to. He does like purple. And okay, well, now that confirms it. Sorry, folks. (laughs) No hope for Christian. He loves pink and purple. He's never going to find clothes that he likes. Right. Right. And it's just, you know, the gender and sexuality and preferences they are all not you know mutually exclusive and they're not into they're and they it's but the fact that we if we are honest and we ask ourselves these questions like to see how you know deeply programmed we are to feel this way so like why I mean if this is the question I was going to ask you too like um oh wait what was the question we wrote down at the very beginning why do we attribute strong qualities as masculine and weak qualities as feminine? Yeah. And now, let's so like because we think that 
strong qualities evoke men because mm-hmm. we just went through a little yes. exercise where it did and yes. weak qualities evoke women. But now, Dre, would be the right time for you to read your quote. Okay. I'm so excited. Here you go. So you turned me on to this and it's, of course, from the amazing Betty White. And she said, why do people say grow some balls? Balls are weak and sensitive. If you want to be tough, grow a vagina. Those things can take a pounding. No truer words have ever been spoken, Queen Betty. Yeah, you can flick a ball sack (laughs) and it will bring a man to his knees. Yes. Yes. Crumble in pain. Oh, my balls, my nards. Yeah. And you can pound a vagina. Actually, vaginas get pounded regularly. Yes. And that makes you more of a woman to take it. But somehow women are weak and men are strong. Yeah. It's crazy because what they mean is don't actually grow some balls. They mean be like a man. Be like a man. Be like a man. Be good at math. Mm -hmm. Be headstrong. Be level-headed. Be business-oriented. Stop being dramatic. Stop being all these things. But the truth is like my vagina is taking a beating. I've never fell to the floor in a dramatic fashion. Right. We pushed babies out of that thing. Yeah. We put a a pack of peas on and drive our kids to carpool the day after giving childbirth. Yeah. Birth. When we say put a pack of peas on, everyone knows what I mean. Yeah. Frozen peas. It's an ice pack. An ice pack. Yeah. Because we don't want to take the family budget to spend on an unnecessary (laughs) ice pack when these steaming clean frozen peas will do the trick. They work just as well. Exactly. But then here's the flip side, Heather, is like, so if we take these masculine qualities and, you know, like being strong, being assertive. And then we apply them to a woman. It's not being strong and being assertive. It's being bossy and being bitchy, Mm -hmm. which are negative. Totally. And this is kind of another thing that you and I were talking about yesterday is like, can we just stop with that and embrace these so-called negative or even masculine qualities and embrace them and love them and celebrate them and appreciate them and know that they are qualities that make us who we are and make us great well sure in theory we can but if I were to say to you oh my gosh you have the most handsome face would you think what would (laughs) I would be like what the hell (laughs) well people like do I look manly on housewives of Potomac certain housewives love to throw that out you take your handsome self and go back you know and go sit down and everyone laughs and cackles because that is a total insult to a woman mm-hmm. but it's a compliment to, to a, man. a man yeah and if I were to say oh your face you have such delicate features mm-hmm. would you feel innately pretty yes and if I said oh you have huge hands I bet you could give the best back rubs what would you think yeah I, I would be embarrassed yeah horrified and think okay well I guess I have man hands well I've been man hands was an entire episode on Seinfeld right he couldn't, right. He couldn't even watch her tear apart a dinner roll without right. being revolted that's right yeah and I remember I had a good friend in high school Nels may he rest in peace um that used to always ask me to give him back rubs in AP music theory and <laughs> he would go oh Heather oh you're the, you're the best you give the best back you have such strong hands such strong hands and I would take great pride in that and he would say it must be because of piano because you play the piano and I thought oh my goodness I've developed strong hands from piano this is going to make me even a bigger catch for that lucky guy right I didn't get that it was something to be ashamed of because I was still naive enough to think that my unique qualities and attributes 
were exactly that unique qualities and attributes that, you know, were better than, you know, little weak wrist over there, you know, right. Kathy. Yeah. Fish, fish, wet, wet fish, (laughs) dead fish, handshake, Kathy, who Nell's never asked her for a back rub, not a day in her goddamn life. But did he ask her for a date? Yep. Yeah. was in love with her. Yeah. But I got the back rub job and I was happy to do it. Yeah. But now the second I see that my, I don't even, I, I think of to protect myself, I don't look to compare my hand size, but um, if someone called me man hands, I would know exactly that they were just trying to hurt me. Yeah. Totally. But why? If why? men are strong and better and dominant and it's the patriarchy, why doesn't man hands maybe be like, God damn right, I got some man hands and I'm going to strangle you with right. them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and possibly rub your back. Yeah. <laughs> And how about a hand job with these man hands? How'd you like that? How do you like them apples? Huh? Huh? This is when we need a YouTube channel because my gestures are bar none. I know. But that's the truth. Like, yeah, you want to see some man hands? Take your pants down. Yeah. <laughs> these man hands will do things to your body that you've only dreamt about. <laughs> and But... I feel, sh- I, I mean, and I have been mercilessly trolled as you look like a man. And I've never thought I looked like a man. I've my whole life said I look like my dad in a wig as a way to like pay homage yeah, to him. You look like yourself. And of course I would rather look like my mom, I guess, but I don't really but care. Would you? I, I mean, no. Yeah. They're both beautiful, wonderful, handsome people. <laughs> She's a handsome woman. But yeah. handsome couple isn't derogatory. Right, right. Because the man's in because charge. The, well, because the man's involved. Yeah, totally. No, and that's, it, it's so funny because I think the same, like, because Elsha looks a lot like her dad, you know, and I've never even considered, like, I wonder if that bugs her and if she, like, attributes that to, like, oh, I look like a boy. I just don't think she would care, you know? I think she likes how she looks and it doesn't have anything to do with masculine and feminine. Feminine, She just looks like a human. Yeah. It's made me really like try to step back and look at myself objectively and my friends and be like, well, I know who's prettier. Like I can tell some people are pretty, but I've never thought like they're prettier because they look less manly. Mm-hmm. I mean, thin, of course. What do we prize for feminine features? Yeah. What do we prize in women? Thinness? Yeah. Smallness, daintiness. Yeah. Delicacy. Uh-huh. Well, I got all of that in space. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Me with this jawline. <laughs> Doing great. My Jay Leno chin. He's a he's a beautiful comic, you know. Um, but at the same time, like what a way that I've been trolled to is called Shrek, like on the show, right? But isn't Shrek the ultimate anti-hero? And didn't Princess Fiona try to like rebuff all of that narrative about we aren't what we look like? Yeah. Pretty doesn't mean healthy. Yeah. Pretty doesn't mean successful. Pretty doesn't mean anything other than just the genetics that you were born with. Mm-hmm. And some heavy duty upkeep it. Our proud sponsor, <laughs> Beauty Lab and Laser. <laughs> now it's a great time for us to take a moment <laughs> to thank our sponsor, Beauty Lab and Laser. Because the thing that people come in to augment are like, women are not coming in and saying, I want diminutive, tiny, delicate lips. Right. They want... Big lips and big boobs and big butts, but tiny hands, tiny brains, and tiny feet. <laughs> I foot wish. tap, foot tap. I wish. I know, but that's the thing. Is like, and that's. I think that's one of the reasons that we feel so passionately about, you know, how we do things at Beauty Lab because we have for so long had these beauty standards totally defined by 
you know, the straight male gaze. Like the straight male gaze. Like we the said entire that world. And um, you know, like how about you just like what you like and you want to look like what you want to look like and it doesn't need to be masculine, feminine. No one gets to dictate that. You just decide for yourself because here's the thing. I've been told my whole life about my linebacker shoulders and my strong jaw. And but guess you what? don't have linebacker shoulders or a very strong jaw. I do, do have you? a strong jaw and I really like it. It's very cool. It's I called really bone like structure. It. Yeah. And I, it's taken me time to get there. What did you want? A recessive chin? I I don't know if I wanted just like, I just wanted like that dainty face, you know, like, like the, the heart, heart shaped. shaped. Well, and I just don't go. have that. And I'm never going to have that because it is not my, I can't do any filler or anything like that to like change my actual bone structure. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, luckily I, I do like it. I would never change that about myself. Mm -hmm. Now my wrinkly forehead, I would change and happily do, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, or like, you know, I've added cheekbone pop, you know, that kind of thing. See, and I've always had huge cheeks, huge cheekbones from from the time I was a child and a strong jaw. And I thought that made me beautiful. And it it wasn't until I was older that I was learned that it, you look like a man. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I have long blonde hair with expensive extensions. I have lash extensions. I wear makeup. Mm-hmm. What do you mean I look like a man? Like I have to like wrap my mind around it. Like what? My nose is broad. Yeah. I have cheekbones and a jawline. Like I don't have stubble. I don't have a five o'clock shadow. Right. I don't An have Adam's apple. <laughs> I could. Yeah, yeah. I could see people saying that to a girl that has shaved her head or has, you know, like um, a pixie haircut or refuses to wear makeup and has pierced her nose or like that's something my dad would like say to me like if I was wearing oversized clothes and shaved my head and was right. trying to look genderless like well you look like a boy but everything I love and gravitate to for my personal upkeep is what I think is instinctively feminine so it's baffling yeah how people can look at someone and be like she looks masculine she looks feminine and from, from simple bone structure. I think like the only way we should say if you look masculine or you look feminine is if you look at your genitalia. Right. And even then you should be like, you have male reproductive organs yeah. and you have female reproductive organs and everything else about you is up to you to Absolutely. define. Absolutely. However, let me ask you when you find out, when you go to visit a baby, the first time you get to visit the baby... Um, come over and see the baby. Everyone's got to see the baby. Yes. What, and you know it's a baby. Do you, once you know this, you always know the gender. Have you yeah. ever visited a baby where you didn't know the to- gender? No, Ever never, in your life? Never. And if you know it's a girl, what are some of the descriptors you would use to say to that baby? Just pretending you're leaning over the cradle. Her baby girl is dressed in pink. She's got an elasticized bow or a honey dipped bow yeah. stuck to yes. her forehead. The caro syrup bow. The caro syrup yeah. bow stuck to her forehead. What are some of the ways you would describe the Sweet, baby? Sweet, precious, darling, beautiful, beautiful, pretty. Look how tiny your fingers are. Mm-hmm. Look at her beautiful long lashes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's so tiny. Yeah. She's so beautiful. And then if you were looking over the cradle of a baby boy, what would you think you would say? I mean, some of the same things for sure. Tiny, cute, adorable, um, but less feminine words. Like I probably wouldn't use you know, pretty. You wouldn't say so pretty. You'd say he's so cute. Uh huh. Look at him work his, look at him suck on his knuckle. (laughs) Look, he's strong. Oh, oh, he's already lifted. Oh, he's already lifted his head up. Look at that. (laughs) 
Yeah. Look at his, what is it called? That reflex they have. I mean, yeah, like we would, we automatically want that baby boy to be strong. Oh, he's strong. You can tell. Mm -hmm. Hand me this plush football. Let's put it right in his arm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Little slugger on his jammies, you know? Princess on hers. Here's the thing is like, I did it too with my kids. Elsha was head to toe pink, you know, and. Same here. I'm, I'm, I am totally guilty of it. Of course, my youngest is 14, Mm -hmm. but guess what? If I got pregnant today. I'd take care of it. But if I didn't, I'd just... <laughs> beep, beep, beep. No, if I... I would immediately want to know the gender. Yeah, totally. And I would immediately get to work on that room. Yeah. And that room would be a utopia of girldom uh-huh. or a utopia of boydom. Yeah. And the boy would have a better chance of it being gender neutral because I'm not going to put like footballs and baseballs sure, and yeah. elephants, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. have you ever gone in a baby girl's room and they have elephants and you just think, well, this is inappropriate. <laughs> My friend, uh, I'm just going to call you out here, Jill. I threw a baby shower for Jill amongst other people. You know, it was a, yeah. it was a bang up baby shower. So it took like 10 women contributing time and resources for about three weeks to pull it off. But I did the invites and the theme was elephants. It was like gray and pink. Okay. And it was... It wasn't, I didn't struggle with it. I'm trying to make this dramatic. I didn't struggle with it, but I did pause and think, I would never use an elephant for a baby girl. Huh, that's interesting. Because what baby girl wants to be an elephant? Right, right. But do you think of an elephant as innately masculine or feminine? Yeah, I do. Masculine. Okay. How about a giraffe? Oh, masculine. How about a monkey? Masculine. Tiger? Masculine. Chicken? Feminine. <laughs> um, it's a chick. Snake? Masculine. Um, puppy. Masculine. Cat. Feminine. There we go. Yeah. Um, a sunshine motif. Yeah, I, th- I think that could maybe be genderless. Okay. Stars and moon. More boy, but More genderless. Boy. More boy, but yeah. genderless. But if you mm-hmm. went into a nursery and it was all uh, stars and, and space. Moons, yeah. Uh-huh. Spa- I mean, yeah, space. I was thinking even like more, pr- like more basic you know mm-hmm. just like a moon a crescent moon and some sure. stars I would think it's a boy's room yeah yeah I think so if you went in a room and it was all a safari animals boy boy yeah but if it was all kittens yeah girl for sure okay. even though I mean the truth is my boys would love a kitten room they love <laughs> kittens you know because they're human beings and what kid but they've also been raised by an amazingly evolved mother who steps back when their son wants the pink coat at Target and the female classmate is also eyeing it. Most moms with a firm hand would be steering their son straight to the boys section and being like, they don't have a pink coat for boys. You can pick from what they have here. And be scared and horrified that their son was setting themselves apart. Not that it indicated their son's sexuality or indicated their son's, you know, propensity to succeed in the world, but like... It's you better a deviation not, from the norm. Yeah, you better yeah. not be swimming upstream, honey, because it's going to be a rough road for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And conformity is the name of the game, not only in our culture, but in this state and in our world that we live in. So, you know, we're not going to be look. We're not going to be, you know, going to six different targets looking for that pink fuzzy coat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to figure out a, a backup. Well, the funny thing is, is like. And I mean, again, this is just a perfect example. So he had the pink fuzzy coat. And then at some point during the school year last year, rolled around in the dirt um, while playing sports. 
and like it got all like pilled yeah. you know and like we had to throw away the coat it was awful because and we washed it a million times and I do remember thinking well is there anything more boy than that guess what yeah, like girls also like to play there, sports. There might be Hello, a little girl see, like, that I may be buying him the pink coat, but I still had the thought, you know, because misogyny is steeped in me. It's steeped in all of us. Yeah, you are not weaker than the rest. We are all steeped in it. Yeah, we are all steeped to think that like grow a set of balls means get some strength mm-hmm. and don't be a pussy yeah. means you're you're weak, weak af. Yeah, when we know that the pussy. Has all the power. Yes. And is strong. And that strong. the ball sack is the thinnest skin. It's thinner <laughs> skin than on a human eyelid. Okay. Right. We, ball, you know, the scrotum has, is not, if someone said, we're going to build you a ship and the sails will be made from either scrotum or uh, a woman's back. <laughs> You would say, I'm going to take the female. She's going to have a, you know, I'm going to flay the skin of a female. Right. I don't want scrotum skin as my sails. It'll rip right through. I know. That first Chesapeake wind that blew over the parakeet's (laughs) cage, that's going to come roaring through and that'll rip a scrotum skin in two seconds. You know, it's paper thin. Totally. Totally. Do you think of an eye as feminine or masculine? Hmm. Just on the topic of eyelid skin being kind of similar to I don't, I don't, skin. It, you know what? It would depend on, like, it, when I see it. Like the evil eye, like the Greek evil eye. That's masculine to me. But if it had lashes? Feminine. When you see um, a car that has lashes on the headlights, yeah. you know, those add-on lashes, do you yes. think feminine or masculine? I think feminine. What if it's on a black Camaro? I'm going to still go feminine. Of course. But yeah, what's yeah. ironic is like, okay, if you look at nature, so most in, in the animal kingdom, I mean, peacocks are a good yeah. example. Ducks. Ducks and like peacocks. They, the male is more beautiful, you know, to the, the eye, you know. Well, if, lions. Yeah, lions. Exactly. So they, a peacock, the male is the one with all the plumage. Yes. And because, all the spectacular presentation. Because they have to attract a female. And the female is just this brown hen, a hen pencock. Totally. Hen pencock. Sorry, that's your James Hancock. <laughs> and then a hen peacock. What do we call it? I think just a hen, right? Yeah, it is a hen. And and so it's interesting, and I because I, I remember thinking when Christian was born, he had these giant lips, and he still does. And I mean, the best eyelashes. And I'm like, why do the boys get the long lashes and the big lips? Like nature is you know, say, say it says that it's so, but like, yet I'm applying my babe lash every night right. and getting like weird bloodshot eyes because it seeps into my eyelid. Is and that like, what it is? I don't, I thought I, you were stoned. No, I'm not stoned. It is, I think it's the serum that I use for my eyelashes. And you would rather, you will look stoned if it <laughs> means that your lashes will be a slightly more feminine than they are. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's a trade off I'd take too, quite honestly. I but mean, hundreds of dollars of fake hair strapped to my head. So <laughs> strapped, stapled. Okay. Stapled to your head. Hair by Brit. Shout out. One of our other proud sponsors. Um, but yeah, the links will go to increase whatever features that we don't naturally have in order to look more feminine. And I think there's a lot of guys out there that would say that they, they have learned to mask their feminine 
attributes in order to look more male. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's a topic that I've discussed with um, Meredith Marks a lot because, you know, Brooks has what people would say, the world would say, feminine attributes into fashion. Sure. Yeah. You know, like beautiful features, yeah. skincare. Those are things that girls Perfect hair. Do. Perfect yeah. hair. Gore- flawless yeah. skin. <laughs> the list goes on and on. And, um, you know, it's, and so they attribute those qualities to being, to sexuality, mm-hmm. to uh, character, and yeah. say, don't be a sissy bitch. Yep. You know, and, that's wrong. It's wrong. And it's limiting. And it's not something that he should just pull himself up by his bootstraps and take it on the chin like a man. Mm-hmm. And it's not something a girl should be like, so what if they said you had big hands? Stop being so hysterical. Right. You know? Right. It, it's a two-sided coin and it's, um, it's limiting. Yeah. And it's small-minded. It is. And I am absolutely a part of it. I totally get well, that like, you know... It's, it's in us, and that's why we're having this conversation. We don't know the answers. We just know what we are. We hate, but yet we perpetuate. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that sounds like a metaphor for my life. <laughs> like I saw this quote. I was going to post it on Beauty Labs um, IG that said, uh, "My therapist tells me to love myself, and I keep telling her, but I'm not my type. <laughs> you know, like I am not my type. Like if I were a man." I I would have a lot of fun with me, but I would go for like, you know, the 85 pounder with the small features because those qualities are distinctly feminine to sure, me. Sure, And I like men that are over the top alpha male, even yeah. though it sometimes means they're abusive assholes. Right. But right. that's what I'm drawn to sexually. I'm drawn to emotionally. And why? Because my best friends are all gay men who I yeah. love much more deeply than any boyfriend I've ever had. And it's not because I've ever thought of them as feminine. I've just thought of them as human yeah. and expanded souls and expanded greatness and allowed them to have the range and never thought, but like if it was, if it's my gay best friend and he weeps in my arms, I'm falling in love with him. Right. But if it's my boyfriend and he's weeping in my arms, I'm thinking, suck it up. Yeah. But can we normalize our boyfriends weeping in our arms? I would love to. I'm going to need a boyfriend first. (laughs) And then I'm going to need to do something that will make him weep. But it's not my fault. It's not that I feel that way. And it's not, you know, it's, it's not men's fault that they feel the need to always be strong and Mm -hmm. always perpetuate these things and that we feel the need to put serum on our lashes and staple hair to our head and wear pink and get our nails done when it makes it very, very hard for me to text since mine are, (laughs) I'm so frustrated and typing is even more of a joke. So I am less productive. And how about when I wear heels, I get about one tenth done if I put on my runners and some, my Adidas zip ups. Sure. Sure. And I freaking want to be the change. Yeah. You know, I do too. I do too. And also, I mean, but as you're saying this, like there are some things that I'm so glad that I'm a woman that I get to wear makeup. I love wearing Your period. makeup. That's no, my not, first yeah. thing. I love I could my do, period. I could do without the period. But like, you know, I remember when Kid Cudi wore, um, he, he did on SNL an appearance there and he, I guess he was a huge fan of Kurt Cobain. Rest in peace, Kurt. Yeah. And, um, 
anyway, but he wore a skirt and and like kind of the um the plaid flannel. Yeah, like, and it was very like, cool. But like I saw on social media a lot of people giving him shit about like wearing the freaking skirt. Oh, how about Harry Styles when he wore yes. like pearls on the cover of Vogue or yeah. like a, a pussy bow blouse? Yeah, you know? and it's like, come on, guys, like let's just uh, let's let the men wear skirts if they want to. Well, and let's it, stop being so limited and bigoted yeah. and small minded. Yeah, in all ways, completely. And so that's really just our our tip is to say we have to start at home. Yeah. First, right? We have and to be the change. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and it's we have to start. Didn't he have that campaign? Like yeah. it starts at home. Uh-huh. I just I looked at your eyes and I thought, am I aging out of this podcast no, as well? I'm just dead inside. It's okay. fine. That's all. Um, but so our just the tip and slash challenge for our dear listeners out there is when you're scrolling through your Instagram tonight, take the opportunity to make a very feminine descriptor comment on a on a male friend's post. Yes. For example, Dre, what would that be? Like maybe that's lovely. Or, you know, if, if it's something I'm like, that... I'm thinking Stevie Wonder, isn't she love? Yeah. Good point. But yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like if somebody posted a, a family picture or, a, you know, a picture that was tender of, you know, um, one of my guy friends and his kid, you know, that's, that's lovely. Or how about like your hair? Your hair looks great. Looks so great. Or, I love your outfit. Yeah. Or your eyes are beautiful. Something that you would maybe reserve only for your openly gay friends or, right. you know, but like uh, go to your most alpha male friend, look <laughs> at his last post and it's going to be like of his food or it's going to be from <laughs> 9, 2017 and just say, you have the most beautiful lashes or you have the most delicate lips. Yeah. And they will think it's a slam. So be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you need to like baby step it, you know, lovely. your hair looks great or that's lovely. That's lovely. Your hair looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, so sweet. Yes. And go on a female instead of saying stunning, gorgeous, so hot, va va voom. Uh-huh. Say, you look so happy. You look so accomplished. Yeah. You look so smart. You look so strong. Yeah. And mean it. Mm-hmm. And sit in the uncomfortableness of it. Yeah. And challenge yourself to... Try a little harder to be a little better. <laughs> and if you feel like your lips are too delicate and small, men, come to Beauty Lab Laser <laughs> and we'll help you plump them up. There is such thing as a mini man plump. The mini man plump has changed a lot of lives because <laughs> proportions are key. That's the key, you know, the Absolutely. golden triangle and we're great at it. <laughs> and Beauty Lab is one of our proud sponsors. Why should everybody come to Beauty Lab? Do you have a review you could read us? You know maybe? what? I actually do. This what? Is, I know. Because I love when we figure. just improv. It's Go like, figure. I mean, it's like a hand in glove. You know so what I mean? So I love this one. This one just made me smile because it is going to allow me to shout out a few people from oh, the lab fab. so this was on our left on our google reviews um this was possibly the best experience i could have had they made everything easy and fun and didn't make me feel anxious at all when i walked in stevani and chad shout out were there to greet me they were so very nice and settled my nerves on getting a lip flip they saw me in about five minutes and Chantel and ali were perfect they let me know of everything that would happen and what to expect they also asked me if this was my first time which also made me feel so much better because I didn't feel like because I felt like I was underqualified to be getting this done with no prior knowledge. Please go here if you need anything done. I just thought that was so sweet because I think it's common for people to like feel nervous and think like, oh, I I can't do this or I don't belong. I'm here. not that type of person. Yes. I'm not that type of girl. I've researched it online, but to 
to research it online and then walk into an establishment where you don't know anyone. Yeah. You don't know the rules. You don't know the lingo. You don't know where do I sit? Where do I stand? Beauty Lab Laser takes care of all of that. Yes. And the second you walk in, it's like you're on Indiana Jones's <laughs> ride at Disneyland. We take care of you. That's our job. Yes. Your job is to be brave enough to, to show, show up. up. Yeah. Be rich enough to pay for it. I mean, it's true. It yeah. takes your sacrifices all happen for you just to get the babysitter or bring your kids or whatever you have to do to show up at our door. Yeah. Take work then, off. Yeah. The you second know. you walk through that door, that's our job to make sure that it is painless, mm -hmm. that it is effective, that it meets your needs. And that's what we are. You're not going to wait. You're not going to be there for longer than you need to. We're going to explain everything every step of the way. And it doesn't matter if you're there for a $40 lip flip or a $2,000, you know, just the jawline. Completely. Yes. We, Beauty Lab and Laser, that is what we pride ourselves on. Yeah. And that's why we are located by a Dollar Tree <laughs> and a Lakeshore Learning because it should not be intimidating yeah. for you to self-care. Self-care is hard enough. You shouldn't have to go to some fancy schmancy place, sit, be offered a water, be offered treats. Mm -hmm. You're going to be sitting here for about 25 minutes. You're not sure if you're supposed to stand in line or fill out a clipboard. Yeah. We'll let you know or we'll make you feel dumb if you ask. <laughs> no, it's yeah. you walk in the doors and you're at you're at Target. Yeah. And you're in charge. Yes. And it's going to be quick and pain, not painless, not pain-free, but as painless as possible. Yeah. We're going to do everything we can. And, and it's going to be as affordable as we can possibly make it. Yeah. Completely. With the quote that's kicked off, the, with the quote that launched a thousand ships, like <laughs> Betty White said, you know, balls, balls are weak <laughs> and vaginas are strong. And if you want to get your scrotum enhanced, we do that. Yeah, we actually do. We do scrotox. Yeah. Scrotox is a real thing. And we also do lip filler in the vagina. Yep. And we do it all. And there is no shame and there is no pain except for the needle in your vagina. <laughs> because the lab wants to say to you, Yeah. Because the lab loves you. And remember, life is short. By the lips! Babe, um, I'm going to get back to Beauty Lab.